Hello, my friends. Chris Parsons here from the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset. And today, I want to talk about divorce season. Divorce lawyers have two times of year that are busier than the rest of the year, and they have one time of year that is slower than the rest of the year. Can you guess when that is? You can probably guess what time is slower. It's November and December because people are waiting to just get through the holidays, to get to the new year. And so come January, that is the busiest time of year. January through early March is the busiest time of year for divorce lawyers because people are sick of being unhappy. They're looking to make a change in their life. They're wanting things to be different. They're through the holidays. It's not gonna get to be a better time of year. Um, and so divorces go up substantially January, February, and early March. The next time of year, and I, I haven't seen a good explanation for why this is, but I have a theory. The next common uh, time of year is summer. And my explanation is people are waiting for their kids to graduate or to get through the school year so as to minimize the disruption to their life. Um, and so there are definitely seasons in terms of uh, activity of filing for divorce. Of course, the process of divorce varies state by state. Some states make you wait a year, etc. But January through March and then summer are the highest risk months in terms of your spouse filing for divorce, you filing for divorce, because of just the circumstances of life. You know, nobody wants to do that a week before Christmas. Not that it doesn't happen. Sometimes, you know, couples get in a huge blowout fight because of the stress of the holidays and just decide that they're done. Divorce is very rarely, in my opinion, very rarely a good solution or answer to the problems that you're having in your marriage. Now, I have one big exception, a caveat, and it's what I call a deal breaker, which is when one of you has a strict expectation that the other one is not willing to meet. You know, um, you know maybe it's abuse, right? If, if your spouse is abusing you, that probably should be a strict expectation that you have. And if he's, I'm saying he, but if he or she is not willing to respect that healthy boundary and to stop doing that, then I absolutely believe that a divorce, um, is necessary in that case. Now, I am a Christian, um, 
And some people struggle with that. And they say, well, you know, you're still married in the eyes of God. And, you know, all I can really say to Christians on that is that times were very different in the Old Testament and the New Testament. 2,000 years ago, women were not allowed to work. They couldn't provide for themselves. Um, and so divorce literally uh, was, was almost a death sentence to a woman because she would be expelled from the community. She wouldn't be accepted by the community. And this wasn't just in Christian communities, by the way. Um, and, uh, you know, her parents oftentimes would not want her back. And, and the reality is we just live in a very different world today, right or wrong. It's not about judging it. It's just the reality that things are different now. Um, and also, you know, marriage used to have a much more involved vetting process of families, right? So there was a much, in my opinion, obviously I wasn't alive 2000 years ago, but, but this is what I believe. And the impression that I have is that, um, you weren't just marrying an individual, you were marrying into and, and becoming a part of a family. And there was a much stronger vetting system in terms of really making sure, because divorce wasn't a real option, really making sure that you were marrying somebody who your values aligned with and that did not have a deal breaker. Um, and these days, communication is so poor, oftentimes people don't even realize before they're married that they have a deal breaker. Um, I do want to say, though, that, you know, we all ignored red flags when we got married. I don't know what my, I need to ask my wife what red flags she thinks she ignored about me. But, uh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, not that this is a big one, but I used to keep two stacks of clothes on the floor of my bedroom and one stack was clean which meant that I hadn't worn it more than three or four times. And the other stack was dirty. I probably hadn't washed my sheets in like seven, eight months. You know, um, I was uh, not necessarily the most responsible. I was, I was um, you know, I wanna say a, a curse word, but I don't think they let me, you know, the, then I have to put like a filter on it to, not let kids see it, but I was, I was a pretty, um, egotistical jerk. I'll say that. And my wife was crazy. She was crazy. I mean, I could tell stories. I don't know if she'd appreciate it. Um, she knows she was crazy. Um, but I loved her and I loved it. I loved the excitement of it, to be honest was always something interesting um, and uh, not boring. And, and I, I found it fun and exciting. 
Um, and so we all ignore red flags. And, and I think that oftentimes when, when people are struggling in their marriage and they're considering divorce or filing divorce, they start thinking back to those red flags and thinking, gosh, you know, I really should have paid more attention to that. Um, and, and if it was a deal breaker, then yes, you should have paid more attention to it. But if it was just where they were at and who they were being, then you really have to ask yourself what you can do to help the situation. You know, my wife isn't crazy anymore. I'm at least less of an egotistical jerk. I won't go so far as to say I'm not, but, but certainly far, far less. Um, and that was because of the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset and really helping each other become our best selves. All right, that's it. See you next time.